The countdown starts. Four, three, two, one. This is Rachel, and welcome to the podcast version of Competition Countdown. Tonewall is the premier pop acapella band of New York City's gay men's chorus. Their charismatic performers bring it with a polished vocal experience and fresh energy. They love to sing uplifting anthems and classic tunes along with joyful and sexy hits from today's artists wrapped in the unparalleled precision singing that is the hallmark of contemporary acapella. This powerhouse of talent will be competing again in the ACA Open on July 20th, but before they do, they're sitting down with us to talk about how they're preparing. Welcome back, guys. How are you? Yes. Oh my gosh, thanks for having us back. No, we're so happy you're here. So um, let's start off with um, why you guys decided to compete in the Open again this year. Well, we've been competing in the Open since it started. And in our first year, we got third place. And last year, we got second place. So this year, we're coming for that first place win. Hello. Right. Yes. Yeah, the trajectory is good. It seems like a, 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 a good opportunity. Um, is it something, what about this competition makes you f- want to participate in it versus some of the other things that you could be doing? So we recently had a concert as our first sort of solo concert as, as Tomo Group. And we, we put together a really great show. And so we kind of want to showcase a lot of the things that we've sort of learned in building this concert and, and also that we've shared emotionally as well as um technically through the music yeah what can you talk a little bit about what some of those lessons have been sure um i would say that part of what going through this concert experience has taught us is that we found our our voice and our mission together as a group through this show um as some of your listeners may know uh june was the 50th anniversary of the stonewall riots um, and also World Pride. And so we catered our show to commemorate the Stonewall 50 um, anniversary. Mm-hmm. So what we wanted to to do was make sure that the message we communicated in our show was taught people something about Stonewall and reminded people about the reason why we do what we do. And that's to amplify the voices of queer people in music and outside of music and to create a safe space for the people who come and experience what we do. And uh, we, it really helped us focus that lens and makes us that much more empowered to do what we want to do. And I think that's part of what makes us special. And every single time that we've come to ACA Open, we get such a warm reception. And I think it's because we choose to bring our authenticity to the forefront of everything that we do. And we just happen to sound real good when we do it. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) So is it difficult for you then? Was it hard for you to pick songs for the concert and then subsequently sort of to compete in the Open with? Uh, so our show, we basically took the rep that we had and we put it in a structure that told the story we wanted it to tell. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very similar to what we're doing with our set for the open. Yeah. Is there, um, 
can you talk a little bit about the the theme that you want to use? I mean, you talked about Stone um, about Stone and Douglas, and I wonder if there's a, a broader theme as well that you're hoping to convey. Well, we're actually uh, when we're talking about Stonewall, we're talking about the Stonewall Inn. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's no problem. Um, I think what's really different with this show as opposed to the last two years that we've competed in ACA open is we're really telling a full complete story through our set. And um, in a lot of ways, there's a lot of kind of call to action moments um, that we utilize in the audience. And we're doing a, we're, we're trying some new things this year um, as far as telling the narrative of the set through the music that we're singing. And I think that's really what's going to set us apart from a lot of the groups that will be competing this year. Another big component of our set is uh, kind of an educational moment about Stonewall. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we we have these um, 12 minutes to kind of teach people uh, a little bit about the history of Stonewall. Yeah, you mentioned 12 minutes. It's not a lot of time. Do you, (laughs) I mean, presumably you feel some pressure about trying to fit in a full story and full set in that time period. How do you approach the use of that time? You know, I think the great thing about our director, Tim Morell, is um, what we've been doing and how we've been rehearsing is really kind of, uh, as strange as it sounds, almost through trial and error of like, how can we make all of this kind of gel together and work um, by trying different things? And um, as Dan had mentioned before, we had done this full concert, so we weren't really under kind of a specific time constraint. So it's how do we take, you know, the macro level points that we're really trying to get across and string those together into like one cohesive story. And Tim Morell is just really great about doing that musically. And I think um, what, one thing that's really working to our benefit is the bulk of our arrangements are done by him. So we have a lot of flexibility to kind of play with the music that way. Yeah. And how long have you all been singing together? Oh gosh, we're going on, we're almost four years old as a group now. Wow. And we've had, we've had some members come and go and because, you know, real life happens and we're a volunteer group. Uh, we we don't do this to make money for ourselves. We do this to raise money for a a queer nonprofit organization. And so, you know, when real life happens, sometimes folks have to step away, and we have to bring in new new people. And two of our members are brand new, and uh, they've had to really uh, like <laughs> they had a crash course in how to get on board. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's really special about this group, I actually took to both of them shopping before our concert. And something that I realized in in talking to them was that what makes us special as a unit is that we're not just a family, but we're a group with where the work that we do reveals us to ourselves. And through this group, a few of us have come out as non-binary and we come to this space when we're rehearsing and when we're doing shows knowing that it's a safe space for us to be here and everyone else in the group they're not afraid to explore what it means for them to to be queer and to sort of 
live this life where we have permission to always be continuously evolving. And I think that's part of how we, our process in putting our set together for ACA Open. Like we're not afraid to try things that might not work until we figure out what does. And uh, we, we sort of go through that stumbling process together and we come out really strong. I love that. Well, let's take a listen to some of the growth that the group has gone through. We're going to be hearing Tonewall do No Tears Left to Cry, originally performed by Ariana Grande. The solo on this is Alex Norshad. The VP is Christian Tanja. And the arranger is the aforementioned Tim Morell. Here is Tonewall with No Tears Left to Cry. Hold up, hold up past me. We don't have a license to air music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview in its entirety, including all the amazing music that's involved, please go to our website, akaville.org, and subscribe. Now back to your regularly scheduled interview. That was awesome, guys. I love that. Thank you so much. So I wanted to ask a little bit, you've had, you mentioned you've been together four years, at least some of you have been. Do you find that, that having that, that history, that time together makes it easier or more difficult in some ways to work together and to sing together? Uh, For, I won't speak for everyone, but for me, it's made things easier because I know that there's space for me to take different risks and I can trust everyone to have my back. And um, if I get like, like I said before, like if something is not working, someone's going to let me know. <laughs> and um, it's, it's great to have that sort of camaraderie. I think also there's something to be said for the fact that whenever we change a group member or anything like that, we make it a very important point that we get together. At, we have these retreats where we, we spend a weekend together and we get to know each other better. We don't just sing. We go out and do activities that, that involve getting to know each other a whole lot better. So there's, for me, it's been the best part about being in this group is that we find ways to get to know each other because we do come from such different backgrounds and that helps our music generally. Absolutely. So for some of the newer members, can you talk a little bit about what the onboarding process was like for you? Uh, sure. So when, uh, when we got into the group in September, we had a major audition coming up that we had to learn three pieces for uh in three weeks uh that doesn't just include music that includes uh our choreography which at times is very intense and for that specific audition was more than i had ever tackled before uh so in those three weeks you know it was nice to be able to show uh what i could do and and to see what the group could do and to see what we could build in such a short amount of time uh, the audition ended up going really well. Uh, Clearly, you're in the group. <laughs> um, and then after that, I mean, we have rehearsals uh, once a week for two and a half hours. And in that amount of time, uh, we put on an entire hour and a half long show that had choreo. It had speeches. It was seamless. It had messages. I mean, it was uh, the the fullest extent of a show that I've ever performed with an acapella group. Uh, it was it was an intense process, but it, it ended up being so rewarding. And what are your what have the other members told you about the competition experience? What are you nervous about? What are you looking forward to? Well, I've never competed in a competition quite like this before, and it's 
kind of intimidating. Um, I understand that the idea is to kind of really focus on your technical um, chops and kind of really pull together a set that um, uh, is essentially flawless. Um, so looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> So you guys have mentioned a couple of times choreography, and I wonder how you go about incorporating choreo into your set. That um, so I I do the choreography for uh, the New York City Gammons Chorus as well as for Tone Wall. Shauna also won Best Choreography at the last two Aka Opens. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. That was um, and. I think kind of going back to your original point of like just all of us, um, because uh, the thing about our group as well is we are a volunteer group, but on top of that, uh, to be a part of Tonewall, we all have to be uh, members in good standing with the New York City Gammons course as well. So many of us had relationships with each other prior to Tonewall even being born or even being an idea in Tim Morell's head. Um, so having those relationships and kind of figuring out those working styles one thing I will say about this group um, that's made it so easy to choreograph and stage things with is we get into this really incredible working rhythm with one another um, where we can all start to sort of anticipate what the other one is going to do. And that really helps to kind of expedite the process. And as Jojo was saying, you know, when you have this safe space created um, for you, it allows you to really just try things and really be fearless. So I think, um, at least visually from what I've seen um, the last few ACA opens is our group is um, worlds apart different than what you would see from a typical acapella group and how we present ourselves visually, um, not just uh, through choreography, but Carlos does an incredible job um, playing fashionista for us and styling us and making sure we're correct. Jojo makes sure that our makeup is always done right. Um, it's not even just about the choreography. It's about the entire visual experience of what we bring to the stage. I love that. I, I love that sort of holistic look at things. Mm -hmm. So you've mentioned um, a bit about your uh, sort of visual presentation. Can you talk a little bit about your costumes or your, your, uh, your fashion for your, your expectation for what you'll wear? Our costume mistress. Sure. So, so as the official costumer of Tonewall, uh, I have the, the pleasure and honor of working with these individuals and getting them into their different looks for each of the shows. And we have a standard palette that we use. We typically wear black, white, gray, silver, and touches of sparkle. And the important thing for every single opportunity that we get to perform is that I need to understand a little bit more context around what are we performing for? Who are we performing for? What's the event? And so for me, that helps to set a bit of a, what I call a style brief that then I pass on to the team. So if it's going to a very fancy gala, I said, you know, it's, it's our, it's our shiny, exciting, high, highbrow look. If we're performing at a garden party, it's going to be light and airy uh, and approachable uh, for this kind of event. Like off the open, we want to be very cool, very slick, very rocker chic. Uh, and so I bring those mind, bring to mind those mental images so that everyone can start to govern their style accordingly. And then, of course, I check in with them and make sure that they know or have, you know, the guidance that they need in order to bring their best self to the stage. Mm -hmm. And I would also add on to that process is that um, it's not 
easy and it's not always comfortable for everyone in the group, especially when they come on for the first time. And so, like, like I said before, where this group has a way of revealing us to ourselves, sometimes going through that process of having to see yourself as a pop star is jarring because I mean, we like all of us have, have been that kid in our bedroom where we're, you know, holding a pretend microphone and lip syncing the lyrics to our favorite song when no, when we think nobody's looking. And, uh, but when the opportunity comes to actually step into that person, we don't always know how to be that person. Yeah. And so we, we sort of help each other through that process and, and land on who that is and give each other permission to, to be that superstar. I can say as a new member to uh, my first show, I think I performed in a black polo and a pair of black jeans and a beat up pair of black sneakers. And I'm not going to give away my look, but uh, it has a lot of sequins and rhinestones. Uh, (laughs) I think that's a much better choice. Yeah. And that evolution happened in less than a year. And that's only thanks to the people I've been surrounded with in this group. Oh, I love that. Well, I am so grateful and so excited to see the end result of all your hard work, but really also so grateful that you took the time to speak with me. Thank you guys so much. Thank Thank you you so much. That was the members of Tonewall. Best of luck at the ACA Open. That's it for Competition Countdown. Special thanks to Carter Bennett for editing work and tune in next time for more awesome interviews with your favorite acapella groups. The count goes on. Four, three, two, one.